It's going down. Stonecutters podcast, Aaron Hankins. Will Catlett. In the building. In the building. It's happening. It's happening. (laughs) (laughs) The views expressed on this podcast are of the hosts and of no one else. They Mm -hmm. do not reflect the views of their employers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just a disclaimer, just before we get things started, Will, how has your week been going? How was last week? How have you been since the last time we spoke? Man, uh, amazing. I've I've been amazing. My baby's growing up so fast. And, uh, you know, I finally got, I guess I say, a a peak of daylight because I've been building, 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 building. So today I was able to kind of ride in my car, coming from the gym, no music on, no phone calls to answer, no text messages to answer. I was able to unwind my mind and just enjoy the ride and be open to the beautiful thoughts that will come into my mind. And uh, it was just a beautiful moment, man, just riding down the 101, heading to downtown. You know, the moonlight is gleaming and, and shining through the, the sunroof. And, you know, I'm just like so thankful, just thankful for like, you know, for everything, you know, for the journey and, and where I'm at. So I'm in a state of gratitude, you know, and I'm just thankful. And I'd always say like what we say, man, it's happening, brother, it's happening. I'm in the wind. Everything is working together for my good. I'm excited. And uh, yeah, it just feels good. What about you, bro? I'm doing great. Uh, just, I mean, I like to hear you say all this stuff and then for us to take a step back and look at what's going on in the world outside of this is you have to be able to do that with all of the racial injustices that are going on with all of the health crises that are going on, like to take a moment to just be able to say, to be, to be thankful, to, to be alive, to be, to, to have each other, to have friendship, to have fellowship, to have love in our lives, to, to have the abundance that we have. It's just like um, greatness and great, gratefulness. Yes. It's yes. gratefulness. Yeah. To say, and that's on my dresser every morning when I wake up, what are you grateful for today? So yesterday I was grateful because I got to meet Tom Sachs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know I was screaming if the baby was asleep. Please oh my don't, God. please don't please don't wake that baby. It is happening. It is this happening. Is... Ah Brasa. How you feel? How you feel? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still processing it. And it's a lot like when I talked to Michael Jordan for 30 seconds. And I mean, I talked to Tom Sachs for a lot longer than 30 seconds, but, um, there's just a lot of things to unpack where you, there's someone that you, um, admire, somebody that you respect, uh, somebody that you look up to in terms of their creativity and the way that they carry themselves in life, the way that they carry themselves as a leader, as a man, to put somebody on a pedestal, like thinking that they're, they're this unattainable thing that's out there, this entity, and then to like work at trying to 
meet them and talk to them and develop a relationship and have them acknowledge your work is things that we've talked about in the past on the, on the podcast. So it's, it's finishing the marathon. I mean, there is another marathon after this, um, but it's a, it's something that it's, it's, I don't want to call it an accomplishment because it's something that I, I, I knew was going to happen. The, our universes were going to intersect at some point. And like, I'm also happy because, you know, they always tell you that like when you meet your idols or you meet people that you look up to, that it's always going to be this, uh, it's going to be disappointing. It's never going to meet up to the expectations. Well, yesterday I can't get too much into the call, but it was like, I was surprised and I was on a zoom call and he hopped on the zoom call and he surprised me. And we got a, we had about 40 minutes of, of, of talking about life and sneakers and art and ISRU and all, all these different things in between. And like, it was great. Like, and whether um, I was being a, a jerk and he let me be a jerk or he was like not saying everything that he wanted to say, like, it was great and it was cool. And like, I'm grateful to work at Nike you know, just to be, to be around people that recognize what I do and how I try to carry myself and then to want to help me check things off of my bucket list. So somebody was on a zoom call and they, I mean, if you, if you watch Stonecutters podcast on YouTube, you see that I have a studio in my background. You see that I have Tom Sachs references everywhere. We talk about 10 bullets. We talk about ISRU. We talk about all these different things, but somebody was on a zoom call with me and they saw this stuff. And they reached out to somebody that was our mutual friend. It was like, hey, has Aaron ever met Tom Sachs? And the person was like, I don't think so. And they went ahead and put in that work to connect us because they knew it was important for me to meet him. It was also important for him to meet me. Mm-hmm. We talked. I, I know that, you, were, that, you, that you, you gave me the energy and you were on the podcast, but we talked about this before the podcast. And you made a comment about somebody seeing – themselves when they when they meet somebody so it's like when tom saw me Mm -hmm. he saw like the the 2.0 version or the you know the the next generation because i'm taking the influences that he's put out there and then i put my own little spin on it right or i do them my own little way paying homage to him but in the same respects trying to make it uniquely my own right it's nothing like you know a father means source and so Tom Sachs is a father to everyone who follows his teachings and everything that he wants to do. So when a father can look at their children or their child, Aaron, so to speak, as an example, the, 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 the joy that they get from that is like, oh, I can give my legacy to someone to carry on my work. You always want somebody to be able to finish your work remix your work and better your work. Mm-hmm. But I also, you know, I want to keep in mind for our listeners, I want to know what the 10 bullets are. I want you to break down that ISRU. And I also want you to unpack our title of our podcast, the Stonecutters Podcast. And the reason why you can go in any order that you would like to go is because you kept cracking at the stone. And I don't want our listeners to not take out the meat of our conversation that you put things 
in the background that you enjoy in those things or speaking to the people that will, you will be on the Zoom with, oh, oh, wow, he has this, he has that. Oh, he needs to meet Tom. So can you just unpack all that, all that for us? Okay, so where do you, where do you want me to? You, let me start. I think that the, probably the best place to start is where I started, and it was with 10 bullets. So mm-hmm. give me two seconds. Two seconds. We got 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 two seconds. We got, we got, we got two seconds. Right. I'm back. Stonecutters Podcast. You can find us on all major streaming platforms. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can email them to us at stonecutterspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find Stonecutters Podcast on YouTube. So you can see the video of me and Will talking back and forth and smiling profusely at each other. <laughs> yeah, I'm on one tonight. Hey, 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 you, hey, be on one. You got it. Okay, so the 10 bullets. So um, this is a notebook. And Will, when you see the inside of this, I already know where you're going with this. So this is Tom Sachs' notebook. And in this notebook, he has uh, a reference chart, a conversion chart. He has um, metric conversions. He has um, all these different things. He has like knots, so you can make different kinds of knots. He has different gauges. He has scales. He has a required reading list. So there's actually a list of things to better acclimate yourself to the studio, to the ethos is movies, tools, different items. So he makes a required list. And then there's also 10 bullets. So Tom Sachs is an artist. He's a fine artist, lives in New York. He has a studio. And in his studio, he has people that work for him. They're a part of the studio staff. And uh, I forget exactly what year he came out with a set of rules and guidelines for people that work in the studio. And um, what happened was, is that he would have to tell somebody every time, every time somebody started. So he made a video and he worked with people on his team to make a movie called 10 Bullets. So the 10 Bullets are the rules of the studio. So when you go visit the studio, like just like when you get on an airplane and they play a video, a safety video, you, when you come to Tom Sachs' studio, you watch 10 Bullets before you can go into the studio. So the 10 Bullets are sacred space is number one. And number one is just like your studio has to be a sacred space. You have to treat it with respect. You have to clean up. You have to put things away. You have to treat it for, as a place to come and work. Like mm-hmm. um, there's, there's a lot more to it. If anybody really wants to understand this, you can go to YouTube. You can watch 10 Bullets. You can go to 10bullets.com. You can go to nikecraft.com. You can watch all these videos. Um, the number two is always be knolling and always be knolling is a form of organizing where if you have a bunch of stuff on a desk, it's about aligning and arranging things in horizontal or perpendicular to each other, sort of like in squares and lines and you organize things and the things that you don't need, you take them off the table. The things that you do need, you knoll them closer together. Um, it's basically a way to keep clean and always be knolling just means that like it's this idea that you can always be knolling you can always be trying to clean things up and organize things um during your day uh number three is keep a list i mean that's pretty self-explanatory 
we talk about that on the Stonecutters podcast all the time. I believe that's probably where I got the idea was, was from 10 Bullets. I don't know if I had a list before then. So keep a list, keep a list daily, write things down. When you finish things, draw a line through them, you get the endorphin rush. Number four, work to code. So in the studio, there is a code and there's a code of, of a way of doing things. Um, it's really nuanced into the kind of stuff that Tom does, but basically working to code means that like there's a set of rules in the studio. And if you want to be in the studio, you have to follow the code. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um, number five is I understand. And I understand is a communication, uh, bullet point. And basically what it talks about is that like, if me and you are talking and we're in the studio and you understand what I'm talking about and I'm asking you to do something, if you get it, you say, I understand. And it's, it's feedback. And if I tell you to do something, if I ask you to jump on the roof and put a trampoline over here and then jump into this body of water and you don't get it, you say, I don't understand. So it's, I understand, I don't understand. So mm -hmm. it's one of these things that like, if you're there and somebody says something, you don't get it, you say, I don't understand. And it's supposed mm -hmm. to be trigger to help people communicate more effectively and better. Got you. No uh, entiendo, entiendo. Copy. Yeah. Uh, number six is Leatherface. Um, so in every studio, you have a set of rules and you have codes, but if you break the rules, you have to have a financial responsibility. So if you leave the door unlocked, if you write something down on a list and you didn't get it done or you didn't do something thoroughly like you have to pay a fine so leatherface is a coffer in your studio where you collect money to have a party at the end of the year so if you think about it like there's 12 i think there's 10 or 12 people that work in tom's studio so if somebody's late if somebody slams the door if somebody distracts somebody while they're working if somebody doesn't clean up after themselves um, if somebody leaves a, a fire unattended, if somebody doesn't turn the lights off, you know, all these different things, you pay a fine. But at the end of the year, you have a party with what's what everybody sort of contributed to the fine bucket. Um, number seven, thoroughness counts. Um, it's basically about being thorough in everything that you do. We talk about this on the podcast as well. Thoroughness is when you do something and when you complete it, you've completed it to the best of your abilities and you've, mm -hmm. you've left no stone unturned. Um, on, in the film, they, make a, they, they show a video of somebody repairing a piece of wire, uh, a piece of wire that got damaged on a lamp. And thoroughness means that you replace, you, you solder the, the wire, you put the heat sh shielding on it, and then you see that you're about to run out of heat shielding, so then you go tell the studio manager that you're running out, then you come back, then you clean your station off, then you check to make sure that the light works. So it's really about being thorough and making sure that you get everything done. Mm -hmm. uh, number eight is be on time. Uh, that one's a pretty self-explanatory. You know, if, if you're on time, you're late. If you're early, you're on time. Um, number nine is reset. And this is a, an old set of, of bullet points, but basically it means reset just means that like you have to take time to reset. And, mm -hmm. and to step away, you know, like you, there's a work hard, play hard, and you have to, you have to make sure that they're, they're balanced equally. And then number 10 is persistence. And it's about being persistent. It's about staying persistent. It's about smart people don't, don't win in the end. It's persistent people. The strongest people don't win in the end. It's the most persistent. So that's 10 bullets. 
And that's just like the, the little, the tip of the iceberg in terms of like what Tom Sachs is about. And mm-hmm. so when you see the 10 bullets patch, that's like everything that I just talked about for the past 20 minutes is, is, is these 10 bullets that are, gotcha. that are, that are on the notebook, that are on my jacket, that are on the fanny pack, all those different things. So mm-hmm. that was part one of what you, of what you asked, what was after the 10 bullets? After the 10 bullets, um, I was asking, you know, for our listeners, you know, who are cracking at that stone. And you've been cracking at this Tom Sack stone for what, about two years now? How long? Uh, I was, you know, like I, I found out about Tom Sachs probably 2015 or 2016, maybe even earlier than that. But I really didn't start to gravitate towards it until the end of 2016 and into 2017. So when did the idea enter into your heart where you said, I want to meet Tom Sachs? Probably 2013 or 2014. So it was... So, okay, so 2013 or 2014, let's just say 2014. So six years, the stone cutter has been chopping away at that stone. How many days is that? 365 days. I don't have my phone on me. Hey, Siri, um, how many days are in six years? Six years is 2,191.45 days. Actually, how many hours are in six years? Hey, Siri, how many hours are in six years? Six years is 52,594.92 hours. 52,594 hours. Ask her how many minutes are in six years. <laughs> hey, Siri, how many minutes are in six years? Six years is 3,155,695.2 minutes. Ask her how many seconds are in six years. Hey Siri, how many seconds are there in six years? Six years is 189,341,712 seconds. <sighs> what, was, what was the purpose of, of drilling down to the seconds? Because everything counts. Every hit counts. And you can track that progress. So someone who is at the point of giving up on their dream or giving up meeting someone that they want to meet to inspire them. I had you go from days, years to days, to hours, to seconds, so that you can kind of see the progress and why you can never give up on your dream. Every second counts. Every time you deposit something into that piggy bank, it will pay you an investment. Every time you hit at that stone, you're like, man, I'm tired. You know, but seconds are going by. Minutes are going by. Hours are going by. Days are going by. Years are going by. But the stone cutter knows that at some point, he might not know when, might not even know how, but he is definite to know that the rock will crack. That's what we teach in our, our, our listeners. And that's so encouraging to me because I've been at a lot of things in my life a long time. And his number 10 bullet is being persist, persistent. The stone cutter must be persistent. And that's who we are, you know, raising up that listens to this podcast. Because you, some people give up right at that second that is about to crack. It's like when you lifting up weights, and the, the trance like, come on, come on, come on. You know, even though you're shaking, 
you know that you've got just enough strength left to push the bar up. And so now, after all those days, hours, minutes, seconds, I was jumping, even though I heard the story before, just a little bit on the podcast because it was hitting me different to be like, yo, you kept cracking at the time Saks Rock. And eventually it cracked. And now you're going to look inside of that rock and you're going to be able to pull and see all the things that you didn't see, you know, before. All the things that you can connect to that you didn't see before. All you saw was this rock like this. But now it's like, you know, in that rock that you were chopping at was a man called Tom Sachs. <laughs> I think I'm speaking to myself, bro. You know what I'm saying? I get because it. I get were, it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, car you carved them out of the rock. This it's, is it's, profound. This is profound, bro. This is profound, man. This is the reason why we get on the podcast. This is the reason why we're doing it. This is it. Now, is, is Tom, you know, the plateau? No. But Tom is hope. Yes. Tom is faith. Tom is art. Tom is and the sign that the universe and I'm on the right path. He's he's exactly. like he's waving me through. He's like, yes, this is the right way. Keep keep going. Like he's keep going. Keep yes. going. You said it's a marathon. Keep going. Keep going. So for someone else that's listening, your rock may be named a different name. Anne's rock, this particular rock was named was Tom. Your rock, your rock may be engineering. Your rock may be whatever, art. Your, your rock may be so many different things. My rock has to be, happens to be acting, you know what I'm saying, at the present time and moment. And I'm cracking at that rock. I'm cracking at it. And I want our listeners to crack at the rock. Don't stop hitting the rock. I don't care if your hands hurt, your mind hurt. Yo, a banking account is empty. It doesn't matter because the reward is when the rock cracks open, there's a treasure that will really reignite you. It's not even a financial thing. It's, it's all mental. Mm -hmm. all mental, but a large majority of it is mental in terms of the way that you think until something comes along and changes what you thought. And when I talked to Tom, I, ha I had this, this respect for him and I want to bow to him. And, he, and we got on the call and he wanted to give me the same amount of respect for the things that I've done. Like the same admiration that I have for him, the feeling was mutual from him. And for you to hear that from somebody when you have this, this, this perception of what it actually is and it's like, oh, well, he's this fine artist and he doesn't have time to be looking at this kind of stuff or his, his stuff is so much better than all of this stuff. And he's like, no, like your stuff is great too. Like all of this stuff is good. And the, the, that being yesterday, right? So that was day zero and today is day one. Today is like AT after Tom. So this is like mm -hmm. Aaron after Tom, like not, not after in a bad sense, but in terms of- I know what you mean. You, you get what I'm saying, but like- Before Tom, BT, AT, I get you. Yeah, like before we met, before our paths crossed, it's like, and that's the other thing too, is that um, 
you know, for the past, since I put out the film in March and people are like, well, have you met Tom? Have you met Tom? Well, guess what? Yeah, I have met Tom. Like I can, you know, like I'm in a different group now. I'm like, it's a different discussion. And it's like, oh, really? Like, how is he? And I'm like, he's great. He's an awesome guy. You know, like we talked for over a half an hour, like really cool dude. Like, can't wait to meet him in person. Can't wait to chop it up, you know, like whatever. Like, and that's the, you can't ask, like, you can't ask for anything more than that, really. Man, man, nothing's impossible. So you know what this tells me. I, we're meeting Le, we're meeting lebron <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah we're meeting lebron i thought you were i thought you were going to talk about the the stonecutters notebook because I, I was oh, oh yeah oh yeah we're working on that we're oh, working yeah. on that that's oh, no, in the no, no. works LeBron that's is, in the works lebron is that's i mean i think right now no. it's just a matter of just figuring out the questions and and like the format and how we want to, how we want to sort of. I only have to figure out the questions. The questions is in my heart already. They're just going to come to you. You're not going to need any time to rehearse or anything. This guy, that's, that's Will. That's the difference between me and Will. I would want to rehearse that. And Will would be like, nah, just let me feel it, man. Let me, let me catch the vibe. Let me. (laughs) I catch the vibe, man. You know, the king, the king, the king got to talk to the king. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a king. It's a king's feast. <laughs> it's a king's feast. Nah, that's awesome, man. I, you know, I want to say it again to our listeners and those who are watching us on YouTube. Just be encouraged and be thankful, and you know, take what you can pull out from our journey as we continue to, you know, walk this thing out. Sometimes we're walking, sometimes we're crawling, sometimes we're running, uh, sometimes we even sprinting with speed, or flying. Um, you can get there. You know, we hear it as we're growing up. You can be anything that you want to be. And it sounds cliche. But the reason why it sounds cliche is because most people tell you that you can be whatever you want to want to be, but they don't give you the principles of how to get there. You know, I wish at times when I was younger that someone would say, hey, man, just keep cracking at it. Just keep going. At it. And people did. They tell me they told me that in different forms. But now that I'm older I can understand it even more my mind has developed and expanded I can understand it even more but I'm telling someone that may be listening right now to Aaron's story my story um, to continue to pursue your dream and the things that you want to happen don't stop pursuing them don't matter if you don't have any money the money will come the relationships will come this is going to put my brother in different circles based off the work that he was doing on his own this is what's going to cause him to move to the next level so i want you guys to pull the meat out of these conversations you know people say all the time you know they just get on here and smile and talk and laugh at each other what they just call each other but there's no platform like this bro you know to watch your journey and watch your journey exactly you know just to see you grow and vice versa, it's like, wow, man. You're like, you're just glowing, bro. You're just growing. You're just growing, man. You're just growing. And I'm just proud. I'm proud to see, you know, what you're going to do at Nike, what you're going to do with your art studios, you know, how the world is going to be changed just by your thoughts and your consciousness of thinking. And I'm excited, you know, what we're going to do together. And I'm excited with the people that's on the podcast. There's somebody right now, like, look, I'm doing everything that Will says. I'm doing everything that Aaron says. And you know what? We're going to meet that person. 
And that person is going to be the 2.0 or the 3.0 or the 4.0 or the yes. 5.0 or the 10.0. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? This is, it's, this, this is the exchange. You know what I mean? Damn. And you said something and I want to, I want to just make a comment about it. Like everything that I did, I did it for myself first. Everything was selfishly. It was to serve me first. I made the film because I was on Instagram and I, I collected all these, all of this stuff about the overshoe. And then I wanted to put it together to challenge myself to see if I could do it. And all of the things to get to Nike were, you know, to, I did them to get to Nike, but I, I had to do them for myself. I had to go to pencil. I had to learn all these different things because like, I knew that it was going to make me a better person first. Mm-hmm. You know, cause I could have easily paid a recruiter or I could have paid a consultant to like tell me how to get a job at Nike and everything, but I had to do the things for myself. So to our listeners, the thing that you want to do, if you figured it out, if you are chipping away at it to remember who it's for, ultimately mm-hmm. it's for the betterment of yourself, right? Like all of these things and all of this work that I put out there externally to finally be validated and be acknowledged by a great artist of, you know, a world renowned artist is to make me a better person Mm. to to make me that much more wiser and to now to be able to turn to, to, to look at Tom and be like, thank you. And then to turn the other way and to now be able to, to help other people and to inspire other people the same way that Tom does with me, you know, that's the, so I just want to say this, you know, and I, it may go over some people's heads, but I'll say it because maybe someone will get what we're saying, you know, 50 years from now, or maybe they get it now. Um, everything in the outside world came from within. The reality of a chair is hidden in a tree. The rock that Aaron has been chopping at really is himself. Tom was not outside of Aaron. He was inside of Aaron. But Aaron had to keep chopping at the rock. The rock you're truly chopping at is not outside of you. It's inside of you. But we must look within in order to continue to chop. So um, I think I want to leave with that tonight. I want that to rest and sit, you know, because so many of us are thinking everything is external when it's really internal. Every dream that you ever want to do, every idea, every invention, everything, it's locked up in you. But the key is, how do you get it out? And we left a lot of mysteries and a lot of jewels, you know, through all our episodes. I don't even know what episode we're on now. But that is the key. That is the key. That is the key. That is the key. (laughs) 